Welcome to OOD Works, the podcast, a show about unique individuals and services provided by Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities, the state agency that helps individuals with disabilities find a job and be more independent. Here's your host, Kim Jump. In this episode, we get to hear from Dylan LeMaster, a high school student from Riverside High School in Painesville and the Auburn Career Center. Dylan, who is blind, has been navigating his academic journey with the help of his vocational rehabilitation counselor, Amanda Tettleton, who also joins the show. Dylan's proficiency with assistive technology and his strong self-advocacy skills have been instrumental in his path. Listen in to hear about his summer youth work experience at Magnifiers and More, where he honed his skills and empowered others with disabilities by demonstrating innovative devices. We're also glad to have Debbie Kogler, president of Magnifiers and More, join the discussion. Dylan, Amanda, and Debbie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Wonderful having you. Dylan, tell us about being a high school student at Riverside and Auburn Career Center. You know, like what grade are you in? What subjects and classes, activities do you enjoy the most? So I'll start off by saying that I am in 11th grade. I partake in regular academics, um, math, English, and a social studies class. Um, For 11th grade, I do not have to take a science class, but I also attend Auburn Career Center where I'm taking a class. It's called Technology, Engineering, and Design. It's a class about computers, engineering, and anything electronics. And it's one of my more, it's, I enjoy that class quite a bit, along with all my academics. Schooling for me is pretty normal. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm in a public school and but if anything needs to be accommodated, it will. I have access to all of the standard assignments, like all of the other sighted kids. Mm-hmm. And what's your breakdown of time like, the amount of time you spend at Riverside compared to the course you're taking at the Career Center? This year, I go to Auburn in the morning and go to Riverside in the afternoon. That will flip-flop next year. But I would say I'm at Auburn for about two hours, two mm-hmm. two and a half, three hours. The class itself is about two hours, but there's some extra time at Auburn. And then that afternoon, I'm at Riverside um, for about three hours. Great. And so then that'll be a, a course that you'll continue next year. That's like a, a two-year program? Correct except next year it will be in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It's technology related. And I've heard that you have excellent skills with assistive technology in Um, particular. Uh, can Can you talk about that and tell us how you use technology? I use a Braille note taker device for accessing Google Classroom, the internet, and everything else sighted kids need to access. Um, and that's pretty much the main, the start of the show when it comes to that. I mm-hmm. used to use other things like iPads and stuff, but once this new real note taker device came out, it kind of replaced all of it. Um, 
I would say it's not exactly technology, but I'll talk about some of the other items that I use in the classroom, especially in math class. Um, a lot of tactile stuff, um, like drawing stuff and pegboards and just manipulatives. Um, with the introduction with me having a Braille note taker device, it's kind of replaced having the Braille copies of everything because that's how I used to do it, but it mm. got very inconvenient and bulky. So it's replaced most of that, which is good. Wow. How does that work with your school and the Braille note taker? Was there anything special um, that the school had to do in order for that to work out well for you? Or how does that how does that work, really? So it links with my school account, which every student has their own account. Um, it's a Google account, and mm -hmm. that's what gets them access to their Google Docs, Classroom, Drive, and email. I get the same thing. I mean, my Braille note taker, it runs Android. So it has access to all of that. And for sighted people, if I need help, I can flip the keyboard up and it will have a touch screen that they can use just like a tablet. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I'm glad it's integrated so well. Uh, and it mm -hmm. sounds like it's been more efficient, replaced actual like Braille papers that, that you mentioned yeah. you were using before then. Yeah. The only class I still use Braille papers is math class, and that's just the nature of math. Mm -hmm. um, sure. But everything else, it's being replaced. That's wonderful. And I also have a, a teacher, a TVI, who sits in my math class to help with manipulatives and things like that. I also mm -hmm. take mobility lessons with an O&M. And are the mobility lessons there on site or do you go somewhere different for that? We go actually downtown Painesville, downtown Painesville and we work on street crossings, public transportation, things like that for independent traveling. Mm -hmm. Great. How long have you been at it? I started doing the basics in like preschool. Um, okay. But. It's worked up and up and up and up every year and year. There is, it actually got halted because I was transitioning from instructors back in 2021, I believe it was. And so I had about six months of no mobility. We had to play a little bit of catch up afterwards, but mm -hmm. we, we got there. It's so glad to be back in it and to have that. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you've been at it for so, so long in your life, too, yeah. to get the mm -hmm. skills you need at different ages. Yeah. And even Braille. I mean, I learned Braille when I was three. So that kind of shows how early they're wanting me to learn this stuff because it takes time. It takes a lot of time. Sure. Especially with I was still learning Braille when they did the Braille code change from EBA to UEB, which changed some of the contractions and the way Braille was written and typed out. Mm -hmm. I'm picturing a three-year-old and, you know, for some three-year-olds, just learning letters is difficult. What, do you remember yeah. how it was for you learning Braille? I, rem <laughs> I remember very little. I remember doing things like hand over hand with my vision teacher typing on the Braille writer, which... I'm glad I don't use that anymore. It was basically a big old typewriter for Braille. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but we hand over hand typed out the letters. And then I think starting kindergarten, I started doing building on patterns, which got me familiar with contraction, short word forms of word to make them easier to type out without having to type out the whole word. But yeah, mm-hmm. it takes years. Yeah. It, it, it takes time. Sure. It takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And and you sound patient even as you say that, Dylan. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> How was it that you got involved with opportunities for Ohioans with disabilities? It was kind of through school. And we were talking, me and my TVI, we were talking about my future and how, and we were talking about me getting a job. It was like, well, how am I going to get a job? What am I going to go through? And she was like, we really need to talk to OOD and BSVI and figure something out. And then I needed an evaluation. So then Amanda actually came out to my school. This was last year. She came out to my school and her, one of my TVIs and and my mom, we all met up at my school and we had a meeting, my evaluation, and that's what got me started. And then from there on out, it kind of worked out like that. Oh, that's great. And TVI, what does that stand for? Is it Teacher of the Visually Impaired? That is correct. And O&M, that stands for Occupational and Mobility Specialist. So actually, that's COMS, right. Certified Orientation and Mobility Specialist, but everyone calls it O&M. Mm-hmm. And I should add BSVI, just for our listeners that may not know, is our Bureau of Services for the Visually Impaired. That leads me to you, Amanda, as Dylan's vocational um, rehabilitation counselor. Sounds like you got involved then. It must have been 10th grade. What is the role that you're playing in helping shape plans for Dylan's uh, future career? Yeah. Um, first, thank you, Kim Jump, for inviting me to join this conversation. Um, secondly, I really want to share and clarify that Dylan's successes should be attributed to his own incredible skills, um, mm-hmm. his hard work, his diligence, my importance as his VRC. I am just to make myself available, uh, making sure to provide his supports to him so that he can continue to thrive at his maximum potential um, and make him aware of the different services available to him as he prepares to Mm -hmm. transition out of high school um, and into his next goal toward competitive employment. So that could be college, that could be a vocational training program or employment. Um, So, you know, OOD and I are here to uh, follow alongside him and assure he has the needed supports such as rehab tech equipment, um, if that's additional mobility training after he graduates. for his opportunity with magnifiers and more, OOD was able to assist with transportation, other services like job placement assistance, um, if that is a need after graduation. So services like that, but that is my role is just to make sure um, Dylan has what he needs to pursue whatever goal he has after high school. Super. I want to turn it to you for a moment, Debbie, because I understand you've known Dylan for quite some time, actually. <laughs> well, thank you, Kim, for having me. Yes, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'd like to reiterate exactly what Amanda just said um, about Dylan. You know, if it wasn't for Dylan, we wouldn't be here because it is his motivation and his desire, right. and he's got a great support team, whether it's at school or home. 
Um, he's got wonderful friends that help him. But I actually yeah, met Dylan. He was about five or six years old. His grandmother brought him into magnifiers and more. And um, I remember that little tyke walking in. And he was very <laughs> confident. Um, and he had questions and for a little like wow this kid is is going somewhere and I'm happy to say that what 12 years later Dylan um we're yeah, still here yeah it's it's amazing to to watch him grow but his yeah. like I said his family was very very supportive from his young age on up Debbie for anyone that may not know at magnifiers and more what what do you offer so Magnifiers and More is actually a brick and mortar store. So we have a store that has uh, merchandise, a technology for those that are visually impaired or blind. So we have everything mm-hmm. from a bump dot, which is used to help people locate things, um, all the way up to the Braille notes that uh, Dylan was to- t- talking about. So we have numerous amounts of technology, things that can be simple, easier. Yeah and uh, hopefully uh, better for people that have vision uh, issues or um, blindness. And we have the opportunity to be uh, partnered up with um, OOD, BSVI, to help um, their participants as well with their needs. So I I have that wonderful pleasure of working with, with everybody that wants to help people. A great service. Wonderful. Amanda, OOD offers summer youth work experiences. Do you want to just take a moment to explain what that is? Absolutely. So that's probably one of our most popular transition specific services. Um, It's where we allow students to um, work up to five weeks. Um, That can vary depending on the student's needs and the counselor's recommendations, but they can work up to five weeks potentially at a site where a provider would host Um, and an employer would host, and they could gain work skills um, just to kind of get their feet wet and introduce them to the world of work. The job coach is there to offer supports, but also also to observe and see where the student's strengths are. Um, And the idea is to get that report back to the counselor so that we can talk more about steps after that assessment, after that work experience. So if the student is ready to go into an actual job search and start working shortly after high school or even during uh, school part-time, we can definitely assist with that. Um, Or if there are recommendations just to build additional skills with more training, we could also uh, assist with that. So it really is just to help the students uh, get their wheels turning about uh, working and it's a hands-on experience. So it definitely just provides a lot of insight for everyone involved. Right. Oh, and I failed to mention it's actually a paid experience. So probably <laughs> why it's our most important, our, our most popular uh, service for our students, but the, the students get paid for the work that they do. So it's, it's a great service. A wonderful way to get into having some, some real experience and, Debbie, was it that you offered Dylan the work experience at Magnifiers and More? How did that come to be? So it's interesting. Uh, Dylan's uh, TVI, his teacher for visually impaired, Mrs. Klein, I had been talking to her earlier in the school year, and she was telling me that Dylan was heading out to Auburn and stuff. And, you know, my wheels started turning at that point. And (laughs) then um, I approached, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, I take that back. I, I ran into Dylan's dad in 
<laughs> Sam's Club. And he was telling, we were talking and I was saying, I was trying to find some help. You know, I needed somebody that was younger and interested in technology. And as soon as those words oh. came out of my mouth, <laughs> the smile on Dylan's uh, dad was like, hey, I got something for you. And <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, at that point, I had not even thought too much of it. And then all of a sudden, it's like the light bulbs just went off. And so I said to, I'd be willing to give him that um, experience and that practice. So that kind of snowballed things. And I believe the phone call was made to Amanda. And then we... Um, also talked, I have to also give uh, kudos to Amanda's boss, Jessica uh, McKee, for allowing us to kind of work this out for yeah. uh, Dylan to be able to come uh, to his parents' work and figure out that transportation issue. Mm-hmm. And it just, things just kind of fell into place. And here he was. We got him for the summer and we had a, had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a perfect fit. Dylan, what was yeah. your experience like uh, working there at Magnifiers and more? Um, to say the least, I enjoyed working there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was very much a blast. I got to, I mean, who wouldn't love to play with a whole bunch of technology <laughs> and learn how to right? use it every day? Um, but no, it was very fun. Everyone there was very funny. And very nice and very supportive. Uh, there were times where I, I was looking forward to coming back the next day. <laughs> and I guess I enjoyed it so much that I decided to want to come back for this week for a little bit. Oh, good. While you're on your holiday break? Yeah. Wonderful. I should also mention, not exactly about magnifiers and more, but how I got to work. That, you know, Amanda was talking about public transportation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was please. my trans. I, I want to give those to Lake Tran. They're the ones who got me to and from work. And they're actually the place where me and my mobility instructor, Mrs. Klein, she's TVI and O&M. I know Debbie said TVI, but I want to make it clear she's both. Um, we're working on Lake Tran's fixed route system. And over the summer, I was using Lake Tran's dial-a-ride service where you call out and they come to your house. And they pick you up and take you to anywhere in Lake County, Ohio. This, and Super. my case, magnifiers and more. Yeah, you got to work and you got to practice that transportation and, and independent, mm-hmm. being independent that way. Yeah, and, and the drivers were wonderful. And they mm-hmm. all seem like they know what they're doing, which is excellent. Yeah, so thanks to OOD for getting that going, too. Yeah. What's it like for you, Dylan, interacting with folks that come into the brick and mortar? I'm just thinking like folks that come in, they might they might have some things in common with you. Do you think that helped in building rapport? There were actually not there not that many people who are specifically like me. Now, there were one or two people who got a device, a specific device that I use as well that I kind of sat in with one of the workers at Magnifiers more techie and mm-hmm. helped kind of run the demonstration. That device was the Orcam My Eye. I actually got it or no, five years ago. And I became famous about it because um, that was another experience with me and Debbie. We went out to LA because I was on the Steve Harvey show for this 
device because apparently I was the youngest kid to own it or something wow. like that. I can't fully remember. <laughs> but yeah, so it was that was quite the experience. Um, oh, I should so, say. <laughs> along with being on Cleveland 19 and Fox 8, um, yeah, it got overwhelming at times, but nevertheless, it was very fun. So that's how I got in hand with that device and mm-hmm. how I was able to help out the couple who had purchased their OrCam. Um, but other yeah. than that, I was just doing my own th- thing or sitting in with Peggy, watching her demonstrate different things like magnifiers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Was there any technology that you know you had to kind of like catch up on because it seems to me like you're very well versed already with uh, I love technology. You know, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I love playing with technology, any kind, sighted for sighted people, for non-sighted people, old or new. Um but so that's one of the good parts about it. And I also watch videos on it all the time. But mm-hmm. you were asking whether I had to do some catch up. I wouldn't say I mean sort of but there were some products where I had seen videos of mm-hmm. and Debbie was like, oh, yeah, we, we have that in the store. I want to get you learning how to use it. There are a couple um, key products, one from LVI, a tablet solution for magnification, and then another one from RealThing AI, a smartphone called the Real Stamp Pocket for the blind, mm-hmm. um, which both of those I know very well how to use now. Hence why actually yesterday Debbie had me on the task of updating the LVI Magnolink tabs to make sure they were updated because I do like handling with Windows computers because it does run Windows. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Debbie, from you know your perspective as a you know, rehab tech provider, what are, what are some of the skills or qualities that stood out in Dylan? while he's been at your store, either, you know, over the summer or even now that he's back? You know, I'm going to backtrack a second here, too. So sure. Dylan, five years ago, it was this month, five years ago this month, um, yep. Dylan and myself and Orcam were featured on the Steve Harvey show. And Dylan at the time was the youngest um, person in the state or in, I'm sorry, in the country, in the USA, that had an Orcan device, and that's a headboard device that is mm-hmm. text-to-speech. So it recognizes uh, printed material, and it will recognize people. So we, that was Dylan's kind of claim might. to fame as far as being <laughs> able to, to use uh, technology. And so throughout the last five years, he's kept up with us. So yeah. the ability to have him come into the store and help do some training on that, but also just for our participants as they come into the store, mm-hmm. the rest of the staff here is sighted, so we don't necessarily use the technology um, as often as like Dylan would. And then Dylan comes in and he's a little shy and saying that he'll touch anything and he'll take things apart. So we would <laughs> give him some challenges and we gave him some pieces of equipment that probably discarded or needed some kind of help that either I didn't have the time or the patience to, to go through. And so Dylan would um, 
dive right into it. And he's repaired several pieces of equipment for us that we've either donated or have been able to pass on to somebody else. And to see him do that is amazing. And yeah. I think, you know, just to to uh, iterate that, we had a desk. I don't know if you remember that the summer, uh, Dylan, but we had a desk that needed to be, or I'm sorry, a file cabinet that had to be put oh, yeah, together. I remember. And yeah. I'm like, Dylan, you want to put this together? And he's like, sure. <laughs> and my other employees are looking at me like, are you nuts? <laughs> like, how is this guy going to put this thing together? And son of a gun, he got it together. He got that thing together. And it still works and it has not fallen apart. Actually, that, that, I have to say, that's still in your office, isn't it? It still is. <laughs> Go, so, Dylan. So, so, that's awesome. So Dylan being able to, to just kind of step in and do whatever to do, he will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he continues to do that. And he, like he just said yesterday, I had him on an assignment of updating software and some of our equipment because in all honesty, it takes time. And yeah. I'm so busy that for me to sit there and update technology sometimes it takes too much time mm-hmm. another time. And so Dylan's able to me and save some time um, with that. And he continues to want to learn more. And he will sometimes drive me nuts asking me about, <laughs> is there any new technology or something that we need to do? So uh, we're we laugh at him sometimes about that, but he, he definitely <laughs> um, has that hunger of yeah. technology. You're you sound very much like a self-starter, Dylan. And how how do do you just fix things by playing with them, or how do you know how to do that? Feel, feel. Okay. Um, because now, granted, there were some items that. I think I Debbie had tried to have me fix and it was like just like it was beyond my ability um but no I try what I can yeah. but some of it does require quite a bit of sight and yeah Debbie is right there are times I I ask about this product cuz I <laughs> I don't know and I probably may have done that a lot <laughs> But I, I am a question <laughs> asker, and I sometimes ask way too many questions. But everyone tells me it's like questions are good. So, I mean. Right. Correct. <laughs> right. Definitely. I mean, you seem eager to learn, eager to help. It, it sounds mm-hmm. like you, you really add, you've added a lot of value there. Yeah. Yep. He has. He's definitely been an asset, and um, hopefully this gives him a taste of what it's like to own a business, to deal with people, to mm-hmm. deal with people that um, do not have disabilities as far as vision disabilities, but also how to help people that do have um, mm-hmm. difficulties. And just his personality. I mean, he definitely is has the personality to, to help people and, and want to help people and that's the big thing to want to help people right for either of you dylan or debbie any other especially memorable moments in addition to the file cabinet i love that (laughs) (laughs) dylan why don't you tell them about the treadmill what you're doing with the treadmill oh oh the treadmill okay this isn't exactly pertaining to magnifiers and more (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's pertaining to my ridiculous 
love of technology and it's still in progress. <laughs> I'm about to have Auburn help me with it. But last year, um, um, my grandma was going to get rid of an old treadmill. And at the same time, my mom had brought home an old broken paper shredder from work that they did not want anymore. And I was, and then I got the wheels turning. I was taking this part, pulling the covers off, taking this board out, disconnecting this. And, and I was like, yeah, I could build an electric go-kart what? out of these components. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> needless, to, needless to say, a year later, and that's all pretty much sitting in the same spot it was sitting in last year, but I'm... <laughs> I would really, uh, that doesn't mean I'm giving up. I would really like to finish this because in the end, I think it would be a very hilarious <laughs> con- contraption. Yeah. I, I mean, Debbie offered me a, what was it? A radio CD cassette player. What was it back in <laughs> July? And I was like, I got one of these. I don't know what I could do with it. And she goes, yeah, you can put it on your go-kart project. And I'm like, yeah, we're, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, um, I have no idea where I'm going to put it. Needless to say, I turned it down. Um, <laughs> well, that is taking on a challenge. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. You you have a a creative outlook for repurposing there. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. Well, in addition to being so handy and, you know, eager to tackle things, learn things, I've heard that you're a very good advocate for yourself. Um, How do you approach advocating for your needs and interests? Asking. Asking. Mm -hmm. I mean, either at school or at home, if I need something, it's like, hey, I I think I'm... In the need of this, I think we need to do some shopping, maybe a Best Buy trip or something, because I think this would be a good thing for me to have. For like an example, my laptop, I need I I needed more storage, like external storage, because I have a lot a lot of videos and voice recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been using flash drives, and I was like, they're getting too small. I need something bigger. And it's like, so then I much said i i went online and i looked for the device i wanted and then i basically said something like can we can we go to best buy one of these days i would like to get this item and we did and i paid for it and i have it and i i've used it for about a year now and i like it no maybe like seven months i don't know i like it it's very nice so i'm glad i did that but that's kind of how i do it Mm -hmm. asking yeah speak up and ask Yeah. Excellent. Amanda, can you speak on the importance of work experiences like this that that Dylan's been able to have at magnifiers and more and and why that's really good information for, you know, kind of figuring out the future? Um, Absolutely. I think it's very important that our um, individuals and providers hear about Dylan's opportunity, um, just because it's inspiring um, to hear about Dylan's success while working at the store, um, having been up against barriers caused by his disability, 
but still finding a work experience that highlighted his strengths and interests. Um, it allowed for it to be a success all around, um, even so much so that now, I mean, there's potential to continue into this line of work even after he graduates. Um, so something to think about, Dylan. <laughs> um, you know, we could use a lot more we have tech providers with OOD. Um, but yeah, and so I think it's just very important that our students are afforded with similar opportunities um, yeah. so that they may learn more about themselves, uh, their interests and abilities, and feel more confident about employment in their future. So, Right, yeah. right. That's great. Uh, Dylan, at this point, what are your future aspirations or career goals? So I can't give you a full definite answer yet. But I can tell you that it's probably going to be, I, I say probably, but it will most likely be something along the lines of technology, either regular technology, IT, or visual IT, because um, my class in Auburn, I'm doing standard technology stuff. And it, you'd be amazed. Some of it, I'm actually, a lot of it I'm able to do. So. Um, especially some of the things when it comes to taking stuff apart. And we know how I love taking stuff apart. Mm -hmm. So that's the good part. <laughs> so something along the lines of technology, either assistive or sure. regular, we'll see. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And it makes perfect sense as well that you don't have it perfectly figured out. That's why right. it's wonderful to have experiences where you can try things and, you know, keep mm -hmm. keep learning about what you really enjoy and what you're talented at. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, we're always trying, as you know, to get the word out, you know, to teachers and parents to know about the support that OOD offers. What would you want to say to teachers or parents about, uh, you know, how the agency can help students pursue their career goals? Yeah. Um, well, I would like parents and teachers to know that we exist. <laughs> um, oftentimes people are like, oh, OOD. Um, I've had it many a times traveling in the community um, where someone will see the magnet on our car and I'd have like a 10 minute long conversation like, yes, this is what we do. We're here to serve the public. So um, just wanting everyone to know we're here to help. Uh, we serve all 88 counties in Ohio. And if you have students who are interested in the world of work and need help finding a job, um, you can refer them to your local office. Some of the services we could include is, you know, helping to find a job or keep a job. We do career exploration, uh, paid work experiences, job shadowing, counseling on post-secondary options, or even work incentives planning just to get an idea of um, how work could affect your benefits um, through Social Security. So it's a wide range of uh, very beneficial services. But, yeah, I just want people to know that we're here. <laughs> we're uh -huh. here to help. So, yes, definitely. we are. <laughs> yeah. And, and Debbie, your partnership with OOD, how far does that date back? Do you know? Uh, 21 years. Wow. 21 years we've been a participating provider and working with thousands of folks and wonderful counselors and it's been a joy it really has yeah. it's always nice to to help somebody it's very humbling um can be very frustrating at times as well but we're we're there to to do the best that we can and i like to 
that we're a team. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. a teamwork, and and we're all able to to work with each other and help each other and, and learn. And that's that's the goal that we can all learn something as mm-hmm. well. And like Amanda said, we're kind of hoping we can get Dylan into this field because we certainly need more people like him. <laughs> Oh yeah, because the old folks like me aren't going to be around forever. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's your response to that, Dylan? Well, my response is that you're not old. Um, <laughs> you're hired. You're hired. You just got a raise. Pass the test. Another thing going along with the lines of fixing, I've had to. I've. My mom, she's been frustrated at times with technology saying, like, why can't you get this working? And then I do something to make it work. And she's like, how'd you do that? So so you're the you're the resident fixer at your house. For my house and my grandma's house, too. (laughs) Although most of the time, although most of the time at my grandma's house, she tries to tell me about the problem and then she shows me the problem and it fixes itself every time I'm there when she's trying to demonstrate it to me. So, of course, when someone's willing everyone, to help, <laughs> everyone thinks I have the magic touch. I was going to say you're so skilled, just your presence fix it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is opportunities. There are opportunities out there. If you think you're you're never going to find a job, no, you will. You will. And if, especially if you use OOT for assistance. I mean, I mean, that's why they're here. Use it. If you have the resources, utilize them. A transcript of today's episode is available at ood.ohio.gov forward slash podcast. We welcome you to subscribe and leave a review. We're on social media at Ohio OOD. Do you have a disability? Do you want a job? We can help. OODWorks.com.